Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily featuring some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Clive Tildesley joined us. He has taken on an acting role. (laughs) And whenever you see him this Christmas, you'll think... Well, whenever you see Brussels sprouts this Christmas, you'll think of Clive. You will indeed. Uh, Always explained. Um... We had a bit of a chat about yeah. various things. All sorts didn't we? came up. Bit of Craig yeah. David, bit of Hedge Lane. Yeah, all we sorts. went back to my school days. And, yeah. And a uh, birthday spread, Paul. Birthday spread. Oh, yeah, birthday spread we brought you. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. I just going to say thank you to everybody who texted me <clears> on and tweeted <throat> me on uh, Tuesday night after Torquay defeated yeah. high-flying Aldershot. 6-1. Six, 6-1. One. Six, not, one. not quite the jeopardy and uh, and the being put through the ringer that I had to, but, uh, yeah, what about that? Where did that come from, that performance? Paul, the you Je- haven't scored six goals if, all if, season, if cumulatively. Bo- if you're bottom of the league and you haven't won at home all season, then yeah. the, the, the jeopardy is there. Yeah. I can tell where, you that. Where are Aldershot in the league? I should have sort of mid-table-ish. So that's so a shock 16th, to them. They'll yeah. be smarting after they, being beaten by the likes yeah. of you. They'd won three in a row. Came down to us, got beat 6-1. First goal was an overhead cigar. kick. They just had to turn up. Uh, no, I think we were good. We've got okay. some new loan players in. Oh, good. Got some, uh, yeah, I think, well, Gary and the lads, he's getting them going. It's been coming, though. It's been coming. The well, well done. performance has been coming. So, 6-1. There, there, but so there was one person who went, who, who's been to the last, I think it's the last three older shot Torquay mm. games. And on aggregate, Torquay have won 17-2. Wow. On aggregate, the older shot at home. Can we play you every games. week? <laughs> yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah, I'm sure. The I'm, sh- I'm sure they were. So there we are. Thank you, everybody. Um, ga- <laughs> excuse me. Oh dear. A couple of things to get the listeners going on. <laughs> I thought I was having a medical. Yeah, then. yeah well, uh, a couple of things. To get- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get I'll take the, me out uh, of the way now. <laughs> it is odd that they give you this medical halfway through the show. It does. It's a bit inconvenient and quite uncomfortable in this sitting position. But I'm anyway. sure at my school that they used to use a cold spoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing? I can't go into it now, okay. but... Um, I forgot, it's one o'clock, isn't it? <laughs> one nurse once said to... She shouted the phrase, not to me, relax that muscle. And uh, was, <laughs> we'll move... I, I don't know if I can say that. Let's but no, move I, on. I didn't, I didn't. I, anyway, we'll move on. So, um, yeah, where was I? couple of things. Yes. Um, we're going to talk to you. We're going to ask you about customising your own clothes. Yes. Boy, George, I mean, because he's such a style counsellor. Yeah. He has gone into the jungle with some sporting names, including our old mate, Tins, who used to yeah. work here, of course. Um, Scarlett Douglas is in it. We've had her. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember, we on. spoke a few yeah. weeks ago about her worst house in the street. 
Yeah, she's that's a big right. Art, she's a big gooner. She is. That's right. She's in any other sports people? God, oh, oh um, uh, a couple of other sports people. Well, it was Mike Tindall yeah, in there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we think it's, it's kind of sport. I'm a celebrity. It's competitive. It's not really. But um, boy, George, such a style counsellor. Couldn't wear those fatigues, that outfit they all yeah. wear. So he's put spots on it, hasn't he? And yes. I, 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 know, I don't know if you ever customised any of your. I, know you were, I don't know if you, I don't think you were a punk, were you, Paul? No, I know you're in mu- the music. I, was, I, I enjoyed the music of the yeah, time, yes. but I wasn't one of those. I wasn't a big fan. Never of, got a denim jacket, sewed an Iron Maiden badge on it. I, prob- or? I probably had patches on things. Yeah, patches. I probably had patches on things. Do, people, in jeans. do kids still do patches? Patches? I don't. Th- I don't think they do. No, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't kids sew patches had, on anything. I had a corduroy bomber jacket. Did you? When really? I was in my teenage years. That I'd, Persian boys. Wasn't sure about it. <laughs> I had a corduroy, but uh, but I wanted to make it a bit cooler. Yeah. And so I bought from Newton Abbott Indoor Market um, a Def Jam. Patch. Oh, right. And a Run DMC patch. Wow. And sewed it on each arm. And I'll tell you what. I you looked the part, like, oh, did you? Tell you what. I mean, it was a blue. This recently? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a blue corduroy bomber jacket. Have you still got it? I doubt it. I don't oh, know. I I'd like wear the patches, it for us. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there you tell us about customising your own yes. clothes. Talksport.com uh, forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to T S H and J. The other thing was this was Bono, wasn't it? Not yes. Bono the plumber. Bono <laughs> out of you too. Um, he managed to fall asleep, didn't he? Was he did, it? Oh, during a White asleep. House dinner. During a White House dinner, and he fell asleep in esteemed company. Yeah, he did. Uh, well, the president basically. I've, there's a there's a there's a uh, Talk United fan called Jules Nixon who mm. is the face of drinking on trains. Uh, oh yes, on, on I've Twitter heard, amongst other that, things, yeah. he is regularly asleep at the game. I mean, he'll do, spend the oh, whole there's day. There's a reason for that. <laughs> spends the whole day getting to the game, and then by like halfway through the first half, the man's asleep. Yeah. Well, he he was in the White House drinking cocktails with Barack Obama, and then had a bit of a wander about. Found a bedroom just like the just like, um, Red um, Red Riding Hood. <laughs> found a bedroom to have a lay down in because he was a bit drunk. And he slept it off in Lincoln's bedroom. How oh, nice. What I mean, about that? That's not exactly falling asleep in Barrett's no, company, is it? It's, it's not. It's getting hammered at the White House and falling. That's a, yeah. that's a good thing, isn't it? So some of the weird and wonderful places you've managed to nod off, you yes. can share those with the class, as well as customising your own clothes. Go on, there, that's, I bet there's a few people having a hot flushing in. Blimey, I did that back yeah. in the day. Sewed patches on, did those sorts of things. Uh, Jill Scott, that's the other person. I was, oh, Jill Scott, the person I was it? trying to remember who was in Jill the Jill Scott, England, it was, uh, England like me forgetting star, yes. the name of Calvin Phillips all over again. The yes, other day, indeed. You know? I'm still so just some of the sporting that. people who are taking part in it, but have you ever customised your own clothes? Yes. Do let us know this afternoon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Well, the Sport Direct Christmas ads are quite star-studded. Okay. Eric Cantona, Gabriel Jesus, Thierry Henry, mm. Emma Hayes. Um, we got to Bowen and Rice playing a bit of PlayStation. Oh, very nice. The West Ham contingent. Very nice. So, yeah, very sick. Mason nice, time, nice time of year for Jesus, isn't it? It's like my friend Jared Christmas, who's a comic. He gets booked all the time at Christmas. Really? Non-stop work, just because people want him on the bill. Really? <laughs> what about that? Uh, and one notable name we've left off is one of our own, commentator Clive Tildesley. Ah, lovely. And when, he, when you eat a sprout this Christmas, you'll think of Clive. Okay. Hello, Clive. I think you've got that bill upside down, haven't you? Don't worry about the names above the title. But yes, I mean we don't. I mean people are going to see it fairly soon. But it does involve you uh, commentating into a sprout, doesn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm fascinated by your choice of interviewee here because <laughs> I appear for about one 1.78 seconds yeah. in this. In We've got to be honest. There's one or two there that are tougher bookings. That's all. <laughs> but that's that's that, don't go thinking that's why because we're going to stray into other areas. But that's that's got maybe something to do with it. <laughs> I think they're all three fun to watch. Uh, certainly, the one I was involved in was uh, was fun to make. And what I like most about it is that. It is actually a skit, a parody yeah. on traditional Christmas ads, mm. as some of the famous tableau of, uh, of Christmas television advertising have been reworked uh, by a Sports Direct because um, the World Cup final is one week before Christmas Day, and so it's a totally different Christmas for those of us who like football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the Christmas schedule for football is mad for, for fans is mad for commentators like yourself Clive it must be absolutely insane yeah I mean we're going to get a bit of a break I'm I'm working for TalkSport on the resumption uh, on Boxing Day I say the resumption on Boxing Day there are some Carabao Cup games aren't there mm. uh, between the World Cup final and, and Christmas Day um, but I'll be home from uh, from Qatar with um, a few days to enjoy Christmas before uh I work uh, on Boxing Day um, for for TalkSport. So, was, it, was we all together, or you was you <laughs> were you in the room Green with the, with that star-studded lineup, or or not? My my first ever boss in broadcasting in local radio always advised me against talking about things that the viewer or the listener cannot oh, see. Uh, it it breaks the dream. Let's not destroy the magic. That's true. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> magic. Let's not sit here and explain it. Yeah, that's true. Suffice right? to say that Cantona ruled the room. Any oh, room that he's in, yeah. uh, he is the only person in that room. And I was in his uh, presence. And without giving anything away, because um, inevitably there's a payoff line at the end of every one of his ads. And he is really now television commercial royalty along with uh, with Peter Kay and Avid. He does have that ability to to dominate any ad that he's involved in uh, Cantona. But there is a there's a payoff at the end of the ad in which I'm involved, which we had to shoot about a hundred times because every time Cantona looked at Thierry, Thierry corpsed. Oh right. <laughs> we all we all corpsed. I'll um, I've actually got a bit of content um which I shot on set which uh, after the launch tomorrow, sometime over the weekend, I'll I'll put on social media of, of Thierry continually corpsing as Cantona looks at him. <laughs> uh, good summer. We look forward to seeing them. Um, sad news yesterday about uh, Ronnie Radford, and uh, we our first call, of course, was to Motti, who their careers were completely intertwined. Motti's first commentary, of course, uh, was that game when he scored that goal. But I understand you're having a chat with the, the journalist and author Paul Haywood. And, uh, and and the discussion came up of whether Ronnie Radford's brilliant goal against Newcastle would have been ruled out by VAR. I mean, would it? I mean, I'm going to look a whole lot closer at it now. Well, take a look at that, the way he wins the ball from John Tudor, who finishes up in a heap on the ground as Ronnie strides forward through the mud before launching his um, iconic shot into the... Uh, into the top corner. And I, I'm not sure it was Ollie Holt or Paul Hayward who drew attention to it on Twitter yesterday and suggested that it, it might not have counted in, uh, in 2022. I I've always felt that the greatest goal ever scored was the fourth Brazilian goal in the 1970 world cup final. Mm. And if you care to look at that and spool back, I think it's a full 40 seconds that they have possession. The way that Brazil actually 
gain procession, p- possession of the ball uh, on en route down the field would probably have been reviewed in in 2022. And I mean, the very thought of Carlos Alberto running away with his arms um, aloft, having secured the victory with a memorable goal. And uh, whoever it was at the time, uh, Brian Moore or Kenneth Wilson Holmes saying, it will be checked. <laughs> no. Yeah. That, no, imagine, no. Imagine that moment. Imagine they all like, all the kids were parkers. They're all cleared off the pitch. All the eight-year-olds wearing parkers. Cleared <laughs> off the pitch. Takes five minutes to clear the pitch at yeah. uh, Edgar Street. And then they all line up. And then you suddenly see the referee put his finger to his ear. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And not on a big screen, just on an old black and white telly. <laughs> VAR check comes up to suck the life out of the well, stadium. Yeah. It, was, it. it put me take a telephone call, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> well, you take re- reverse right. charge call from Stockley Park. That's yeah. it. Yeah, Stockley Park, that was a bloke. Yeah. There's an old bloke <laughs> called Stockley Park who worked at the FA. Hello. And then old, a big toothless grin by Malcolm McDonald when it's yeah. chalked off. I'm sorry, Clive. I've always had that. I've always had this thing about the Brazil fourth goal in the 1970 World Cup, and I'm a bit of an outlier on this, but I'm not having it as a great goal because Italy had given up. They're 3-1 down. They're broken men. Absolutely broken men. There's no pressure on the ball. They're saying, oh, I want to go home. I've been humiliated in a World Cup. I want to go home. So, you know, well, now, my now man and me it, and Charlie could push stood. the ball around. Well, and you now know it shouldn't have stood. That's mm. right. See, it wasn't even a good goal. Cancel that one as well. It's a dirty goal. <laughs> uh, if it had been nil-nil and he'd scored it, I'd, I'd, I'd have it all day. And just finally, uh, Jonathan Lewis, the Guardian, always a, a fine columnist, wrote a piece yesterday that I'm sure has caused a bit of a stir in the world of commentary. It's <laughs> Quite, it's quite. It's an interesting premise, really. So we're saying with the the way that you know what is the role of the commentator now, and I think he makes a good point. So many people have football on in the background; they're doing something else. Mm. And you could argue that the commentator's job is to basically explain everything that's going on because an awful lot of people watching it aren't actually watching it. Now, there have been a number of occasions in the last few years when I've been on the end of Twitter abuse for games that I'm not at. I'm sat at home <laughs> with a glass of wine. <laughs> and there I am trending and Tilsley again. I'm sorry. I'm not even there. And there are just so many of us. And I guess we all sound roughly the same. Um, and as you say, um, the, the, the whole experience of consuming media is so different. Now, that, that sort of family unit in which we used to gather around the one set, you know, the one platform that we had to watch football and listen to every word the commentator said, you know, that John and Barry and Brian were the, were the last probably of that era where we remember what they said after the, after the big goals yeah. because mm. now there's 15 different commentators covering the same goal. No, that's very true. Well, Clive, look, we look forward to seeing the ads. Are you are you in action for us this weekend? I am in action for us at Chelsea on Sunday lunchtime. Oh, yeah, yes. Talk Sport oh, have nice. exclusive live commentary of that game, Chelsea versus yeah. Arsenal, which is a twelve noon kickoff tonight. Incidentally, will you be at the Bobby Moore Fun Sports Quiz? I'm afraid not. I'm not able to make it. Are you setting questions again? I've done the quiz, yeah. We're coming oh, up 25 years. You've, yes. you've done most of those I've done most, years. You've been yes, a fantastic just, supporter. Unfortunately, I do appreciate it. I'll be there in spirit. I sadly can't make tonight. We'll but talk I, about you behind your back. Hope oh, it, that's nice. I hope it goes well. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Catch up with you soon. Thanks a lot. All the best, guys. Bye. Thanks, Clive. Yeah, Clive Tilsley uh, back with you on Sunday, as he said. Fake rather jokes for that one. Clive Tilsley and Scott Minto yeah. bring you commentary of Chelsea Arsenal. His commentary charts yeah. that, that he's had printed up mm. and you can buy them online, yeah. framed and yeah. signed. 
absolutely beautiful They're present. very good, aren't they? Yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. you've got... Uh, now, very quickly, family, yeah. um, you had a Christmas... I didn't know you had a Christmas single. I've got, I've got a... It wasn't a single, never, never released. Just right. It's on Spotify. What's it's it available called? to listen. It's called Get Your Sprouts Out. Wow. If anyone wants to listen to it, you're very, very well. we try and get it trending, Charlie? Uh, get your Christmas not, number get, one? Get, well, I don't know if I'll get a Christmas number Before one. Before we chat to Danny Wilson, um, <laughs> should we play a bit? Why not? Here we go. Why Charlie not? Baker's Christmas single, Get Your Sprouts Out. Sleigh bells, mulled wine, mistletoe kisses, credit card spending spree. Tinsel and baubles and delicious dishes don't mean Jack Frost to me. My Christmas joy is truly found in a vegetable green and round. It's Christmas. Get your sprouts out, we're dancing. Get your sprouts out. They're brimming with goodness, there is no doubt. It's Christmas. Get your sprouts out. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. Birthday spread, Charlie won last week. Yeah. He's looking to build on that. We couldn't quite work out. Uh, Jeff Peters, Philbert the Fox, he'll know he's the statistician. Uh, he'll know whether there's ever been two out of two, if I've lost two in Today's a row. Today's the day. Could be. Max might have done it. I don't. Maybe yeah. I'm selling him short, Will. Okay. We'll find out. Paul, before we get into texts and tweets, I oh, yeah. uh, just wanted to give you a little update. I don't know if you remember on West Country Corner, we did the National Hedgelane Championships. We did, yeah. going to give yeah. you some um, results. From last weekend. They're not that exhaustive, are they? <laughs> I can go on as long as you like. Give us the uh, top line. Who won? Midland Open was won by Malcolm Johnson. Congratulations, Malcolm. Yeah. The Midland Intermediate was won by Terry Underwood. Yeah. Uh, the Welsh Open was won by Chris Davies. Okay, I only want to know one more, so pick it carefully. <laughs> Just pick it carefully, Charlie. South of England Open, Paul Matthews. Um, that's it. That's best it. overall veteran was Steve Budding. Okay. Uh, and the best uh, lady competitor was Rita Jones. Gee, just, we covered just, it, Paul. I'm just giving you... I know. The, people, were going ultimately, and people are going, oh, they, they covered that. Well, they did a whole section on that. But they never followed They've it up. They've never followed that up. I've not yeah. had a full and comprehensive well, results. Let's service. just say congratulations to all the winners. Chris Davis, the youngest that. competitor. And Craig David. <laughs> Chris... <laughs> all over your head. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that... Craig David relaxes away from uh, from yeah. DJing and cr- uh, producing music. I trimmed the hedge on Monday. Yeah, that's <laughs> gave it a little trim on, on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, that would uh, that would work. Anyway, um, we asked you where some of the unlikely uh, Bono fell asleep in the White House when he, he went on the lash with Barack Obama. Yes. That's a showbiz yeah, what showbiz a story, story for you. And uh, we wonder about some of the unlikely places you've managed to fall asleep. Um, Anonymous in Manchester says, I I dropped off in court. I work at a job that takes me to court. I don't know if he's a burglar. And I suffer from terrible post-lunch slumps. It was not a good moment. I don't think he was giving evidence. Narcolepsy in court. That's not very good, is it? No, no, Um, very good at all. Also, you wanted to know, because Boy George has put dots all over his um, I'm a celebrity uh, uh, jungle outfit about people that customise their clothes. Dave in Weymouth says, as a musically confused 10-year-old, I had a black mod Harrington with the tartan lining. Still going strong then, Mm. with a scar badge on one arm, the jam on the other, and a massive show waddy waddy across the shoulders (laughs) on the back. (laughs) Mod from the front, Ted from the back. Show waddy waddy, yeah. Let's go. Great great band. Yeah. Great band. Very good indeed. They got links to Luton Town, or is that a great footballing fallacy? Show waddy waddy. Show. Yeah. I was going to do an impression there now. I want to say Scott Oaks. I could uh, be wrong. I was going to do something. Then. Yeah. Uh, unusual Fail, no. places to fall asleep. 
in the late 80s, I drank in a local pub. few too many shandies one night. For yeah. some reason, I went down into the cellar, felt a bit tired, so I fell asleep next to a barrel. Hour later, landlord was waking me up after half the pub had been looking for me. Oh, wow. We, we, oh, that was no, Jeff, I've confirmed JD. Scott Oakes, formerly Luton Town. Uh, his dad was Trevor Oakes from Show Waddy Waddy. So oh, there we are. We, we brought are. it back to sport, that jacket. Thank you. There we are. Very good. Very you often, good. when you hear those stories, you think, someone's just made that up. But yes. no, it, it, sure enough. I'm thrilled true. for Liam Rossini, Paul. That's good, isn't it? He's well done, uh, Liam. Top when, man. when his dad was tall key manager, he, yeah. he sort of came and played for us. Like they do sometimes, they'll send a player down to toughen them up yeah. in the lower leagues. Liam came and played for us and he was sensational. And we, we uh, got promotion that season yeah. out, of, out of League Two. Got the whole job today. Just at the end of his career, he started to write a column in the Sun, All right. and it was a he was really good. I mean, oh, obviously he? looking at sports media, but it was always original thought. Gave you a real insight from someone who was kind of still playing the game. It was brilliant, yeah. obviously, but coaching was his calling post football. So yeah, yeah chuffed for him. Very it's good. A, it's a nice big job, Hull as well. It's a, that's a big yeah, job. It's a big football expectation team. Expectation so, yeah. and everything. So good luck. Yeah, well to done. Him. To Very good luck to him. Um, I put the heating on, Paul. First time. <laughs> oh really? The heating's gone on. Okay. Yeah. And we always sing the heating's on. I'm sure you do. Have you <laughs> the looked at the heating's Have you looked on. at the meter? It's like a fruit machine. I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked at I it. I went out the other day. The boiler kicked in. I went in the garage. The boiler kicked in. Oof. Don't leave it. And the boiler kicked in. It's not 1972, Charlie. Boy. <laughs> the boiler kicked in, and I just was looking. The numbers spinning round. I mean, no, it's, a it's a shock. It's a shocker. You're turning it on and off, Paul. What, what are you going to do? Are you well, want on and off person or? Kept on a low level. I'm still, I'm still wanked. For green, they say for green issues, keep it as low as you can. Yeah, anyway, was it half a lager, wasn't it? We're <laughs> having one People of those like conversations that, aren't like on na- that shouldn't be on national radio. Most of the stories about falling asleep are you drunk, not you, Charlie. The the listeners uh, yeah. uh, drunk. I could never take my kids to the cinema to watch the latest Disney films as I always fell asleep. Uh, usually woken by a quick dig in the ribs by my missus due to my snoring. The kids don't need that, do they, really? They don't want that. Says uh, Paul. Thank you, Paul, for that. You were disallowing goals earlier. Well, look, I wasn't. All I was saying is, um, (laughs) the great... Clive Tilsley said one of his favourite goals was the fourth goal in the 1970 World Cup. Carlos Alberto, the big... Whatever his 15-pass move by the great Brazils. They were a great Brazil side. They scored great goals. I've always had this thing about that fourth goal. Not being all that, as Adrian would say, because Italy was spent. They were 3-1 down, Mm. the closing minutes of a World Cup final. No pressure on the ball. Anybody can knock it about there's no pressure on the ball. I'll give you the finish was good. Okay, But um, But you were retro-VAR-ing goals. Danny Wilson's goal. No, this was because the the late Ronnie Radford, that sad news yesterday... um, um, I think the Clive Tilsey was telling us if you look at it, there's a foul by Ronnie Rath. Almost certainly would have been ruled out by VAR when he wins the ball before the 1 2 when he scores that goal. Imagine chalking that one off. Imagine that would have destroyed the game. <laughs> VAR lads in their parkers on the pitch. VAR would have completely made your chips inedible over <laughs> centuries of football. Just, I think it's. Really? I think it's, it's VAR. It's, 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 it's a anyway. hateful contraption. Miggy Stardust's been in touch. I'm assuming oh, yeah. he's a Probably Newcastle name, fan. Yeah. 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 Uh, talking about rubbish goals, what about Maradona's second versus England, which is the weavy in and out one isn't it Yeah. Uh, uh, in 86 uh, Terry Butcher got the last touch before it went into the net so it basically should be a Terry Butcher own goal yeah be lovely when it take off goal of the century so when off Barry him. says you have to say that's brilliant he should follow up with a Terry Butcher own goal <laughs> Butcher OG he was on the other day next time he's on with Big Allen, his old yeah. teammates we'll have to, did he get the last touch I mean this is what Miggy <laughs> is saying we'll have one of these shall we where people fell asleep yeah. um, where is it yeah here we are uh, what else have we got here? 
People often fall asleep at the boxing. You know, basically, people get drunk and then go yeah. to sport. I went to Nuremberg for the Hay versus Valuev fight. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Valuev was, was the big Valuev, guy. Wasn't yeah, he? he looked like it was like a Game of like, Thrones like fight. Like a giant. Yeah, it was a ridiculous <laughs> turn size and just yeah. David Hay should have come in dressed as a little elf or something. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was good. the punches that annoyed Valuev. It was just the constant movement in front of him. He couldn't keep he couldn't keep up with somebody moving a lot in front of him. You know, they'd had a few shandies and yeah. the night before. I managed to fall asleep through all the pre-fights, waking up to the main fight as it was starting. But that happens a lot, yeah. Yeah. I once fell asleep while being served at the bank. That takes some doing <laughs> lots. <laughs> what I was were they doing? Um, counting sheep. I was what's it good? I was standing at the cash till window and fell into a deep sleep as she was counting out the notes. He must have a few quid. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, she had to shout. Oh, he was paying them in. It might have been like for a shop. Oh, she okay. had to shout to somebody in the queue to prod me in the back and wake me up. There we <clears throat> well, there we are. What a bunch. Most of it was drink. Is There's it, your demographic. Is What's wrong with a lot. This is of who's it? listening. They're all drunk, falling asleep. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time then for the birthday spread. It's a pretty simple game. Mm. Andy Jacobs has been scouring the, the papers and has come up with 10 birthdays of people uh, this week. Good noise. People this week who are, have celebrated their birthdays. Um, he only chooses names that he can put a high quality gag next to. Yeah. No rubbish, only the good stuff, as I'm sure you're aware <laughs> Top by. Top level now. stuff. Um, okay. And we have to, myself and Charlie have to guess how old these people are. And um, if we get it, well, it's the margin of error that will obviously build. We're not going to get them all exactly right. And the one with the shortest margin of error after 10 guesses is the winner. Last week, um, Charlie Baker was the winner, wasn't yes. he, Charlie? Yes. yes. Can Tri- he make triumphant. it two out of two? Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon. Sorry, I'm just turning the lights on. Oh, I'm here. Oh, turning yeah. the lights on. It's getting dark now, Andy, isn't it? It's getting isn't it? You, got I the, you got the heating on yet, yeah, Andy? 
No, no, still hanging out. Just the duvet. Okay. Oh, just the uh, duvet. Uh, right. Charlie's got the heating on. Only, only, only at night. I thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> um, You've got to save money. Yeah, you got to, haven't you? Yeah. So, um, let's go to the nerve centre. The man keeping score today, Jeff Peters. I suppose in a big office like that, Jeff, it's, it's quite difficult to have the, the heating on. It's cost you a few quid, won't it, all those oh, it's, people? Yeah, it's very expensive. By the way, Charlie won two in a row last November. Oh. But Max, Max never won back-to-back, but Charlie, you did win oh, uh, Max a year ago. Thank, yeah. thank goodness someone keeps tabs of these things. <laughs> yeah, so, so this is the 50th contest wow. between you boys. Part, oh, well, uh, Paul that. leading Charlie. Raise our bats. Winner takes 34. all. <laughs> 34 <laughs> um, to 15. And just going back, you were talking about Shawaddy Waddy, weren't you? Yes. Um, or Show a Daddy, Show as uh, yeah. um, it was mentioned on TalkSport a while back. Yeah. Um, Leicester fans, they're a Leicester band. Yeah. Dave Bartram, oh, former oh. lead singer. Yeah. Um, and Trevor Oakes, father of Steph and Scott. Yeah. Um, who both played. What about that? Yeah, oh, yeah. We fantastic. There we are. Show Waddy Waddy there. Talk sport, not talk yeah. Shawaddy Waddy. It's not. Talk Shawaddy Waddy would be a very niche station, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, imagine the programming meetings. Yeah, I mean, I mean we've covered on <laughs> Under the Moon of Love. Breakfast, hey, rock and roll. Waddy Waddy. Their time on New Faces. We've done the history of drape jackets and crepe. These, we did the gag. These shoes are crepe. Uh, we did that one. That was day Three one. steps to that, Devon Malcolm. That's oh, it. We did all the puns based on the rock and roll songs um we're kind of exhausted anyway let's move on i think we've exhausted that fairly <laughs> lame strand um here's pele uh, he's actually singing moon of love here i think he is anyway um let's have the first birthday charlie you're up first come on now okay the first birthday of the week is the fine singer grace slick Oh, yeah, Grace Slick. Grace Slick. Yeah. Uh, she's just starred in a remake of Treasure Island, yeah. where she won our hearts in that scene where she perched on Long John Silver's shoulder. It was great to see Slick as a parrot. Hey, beautiful. Grace Slick. Do you I know Grace? I don't know who that is. Do you want me to do you a favour? Well, no, I don't, because then you'll hold that over. If I Jefferson win. Airplane, give oh, him a help. Oh, that's, that would have been nice if you'd well, said that. Well, that's what yeah. I was just about to say. Lovely, But great. you said no, so... Well, Andy's you just, didn't do me a favour. Just... Andy did me a favour. OK, fair enough. Jefferson Airplane, I could okay. really nah, stitch you up. You could have yeah. said 22. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to say... Sick. She's 70. She couldn't be a bit older than that, old Grace. 70, 75. No, incredibly, she's 83. No. I'm shocked. Really? That's bad, bad start. What a bad start. Have you got a have you got a bit of um, geriatric Jefferson Airplane for us, Jeff? I was waiting for I can't it. think of any of their songs. Okay, that was the problem. Um, it's Paul 8, Charlie 13. 8, 13. Okay, right. Okay, uh, it's birthday number two. Another fine singer. I think we talked about her the other day. Dame Cleo Lane. Oh, Dame oh, Cleo yeah, Lane. Lovely, yeah. That was and because. At one time, oh, sorry, carry on, Andy. Yeah, sorry. No, no, carry on. No, I was just going to say we were talking about it because Aaron Danks, of course, the caretaker manager at Villa, got that win. <laughs> and it was a great name, Danks. It was. We said it was what Cleo Lane's husband's name been when he played five aside. <laughs> it's a great cross in from. Great cross in from <laughs> well Danks. Done, Danks. Well done, great cross in from Danks. Anyway, look it up, kids. Go on, Andy. Yeah. What's next? Well, funny enough, there is a football connection because oh, yeah. at one time in the early seventies, she and her husband used to entertain Spurs players at their house. I was reminded of it when I saw Alan Mullery recently. It jogged my memory. I said, hello, Mullers. Remember you down Cleo Lane? <laughs> That's so in. 
That's so in. Thank you very much. It's yeah. Cleo Lane. Yeah, it is Cleo Lane, yeah. I'd say Lane, yeah. 90, 93. Yeah, up there, and she's up there. It's got that. They've got that. Baby, baby. <laughs> yeah, go on then. 93. <laughs> what do you think? 94. Oh, okay. Oh, 95. Oh. <laughs> happy birthday. I said, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Cleo. Cleo. <laughs> right, what's what's the scores, Jeff? Paul, you said 93, so you're two out. You move on to 10. Charlie mm. was one out. He's on to 14. 14, mm. OK. You're playing along at home, folks. I mean, sometimes the listeners tell us how... Tell us at half-time how yeah. you're faring, if you're stuffing us or you're, you're well behind. But anyway, um, next up, Andy. Yeah, one of England's finest women footballers, Rachel Yankee. Mm, Rachel, Rachel Yankee. Rachel Yankee. Yeah. Rachel Yankee. Uh, have, you, have you seen those cute little drawings she does in the famous old kids' comic? <laughs> you can't be a Yankee doodle dandy. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's good, isn't it? That yeah. was very good. Really in, good. In New York. Occasionally see Yankee. Rachel in the offices here at Talk Rachel Sports. Rachel Yankee, yeah. Times, yeah. You know, a nice lady. Just, I'm going to say... She's, she's not in the sort of current crop. She's a little bit older, isn't she? I'm going to say 33. I think she might be a bit older oh, than that. Oh, no. 38. 43. Oh, oh my 40. God. She's wearing oh, well. Wearing well. Very badly this week. Pressure on Charlie mm-hmm. trying to go back to back. Having mm-hmm. a bit of a shocker here. 10 out onto 24. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Paul, five out. Hope you have a lovely day as well. Onto on, on 15. <laughs> yeah. And I can't uh, wait for the next birthday because there literally is one gag. That can be done. Okay. Come on, Andy. I'm, I'm rooting for you. Here we go, then. Nine. It's the fine country singer, Lyle Lovett. Oh, oh, beautiful. He's got, a new sing- he's got a new single out, and I know one person who's desperate for it to reach number one. Yeah. <laughs> Who would that be? Let's make them work. Make them work. And not, but actually not work that hard. <laughs> Lyle love it. Mm. Um, I, oh wow, yeah, he's probably about six. Clickety click, sixty-six. Yeah, well, I made him a bit older. He's a little bit older when he's at, and that sort of yeah. When he, when he had an out, uh, single out, wasn't yeah. he? So yeah, I like Lyle love it. Sixty-nine, sixty-five. Oh, well done, Paul. Very good. What's that? The scores. Paul, good guess. One out onto sixteen. Charlie, four out onto twenty-eight. Okay, it's not much in it. It's early doors. Not good. We head into half time then uh, on the final birthday of this half. Here we go. It's the chairman of UK government investments, uh, Vindy Banger. Vindy (laughs) Banger. He's got an amazing record collection, which he lent me for a DJ set I recently did in Ibiza. Everyone was a banger. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, it was. Vindy Banger, what does he do? He's the chairman of. UK UK what? government investments yeah. and Murray Murray Curie as well. So he does both. Oh, okay, right. Right. Yeah. Um, it's me. It's you, Charlie. Sorry, Charlie. It's you. Yeah. Could be, you know. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. Sixty-two. That I was thinking ballpark. Yeah. Um, Sixty. Sixty-eight. Ooh, oh, okay. okay. You clawed a bit. Clawed back a little bit at the end of the first there. half. Okay. So Jeff, just take us in half time. What are the scores? Paul, eight out onto 24. Charlie, six out onto 34. So, ten in it at the okay. halfway stage. Um, love Vindy Banger. My family once spent 24 <laughs> hours at their house. Even now, we say, didn't we have a lovely time the day we went to Banger? <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, <laughs> we went to Bindi Banya. Yeah, it took a long time. It did. <laughs> took a while. Joe took a long joke. Took a while. <laughs> and, and when we got there, it wasn't quite worth. To it. be it's honest, like, it's like Land's End. You've ever been Land's End? Yeah. Takes think, ages to get there. When you get there, you think this was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. Consider yourself workshop by a professional comedian. Um, and on that bombshell, we head into halftime. Back shortly with the second half. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Steve's been in touch. He says, Charlie, I don't see you getting that job at the Land's End tour. Board <laughs> after that. Bob in our broth says, I'm on 23 at the halfway oh, mark, well but done, I've only Bob. ever beaten you once. Well, um, it's 24 um, 34 yeah, at the right. moment uh, at half time in the birthday spread. I will lead us off at the start of the I haven't heard of half. anyone in it yet. And heard of one person. No, it's been called. Cool. You're very slick. You never heard of her, have you? No, I've heard of someone. Of course, the one we missed out now. on with yeah, uh, yeah. was, No, it's gone, it's us. Thanks for the listener who suggested that. Anyway, here's Pele. Right. Yeah, we've got some old favourites coming up in the second half. Ah, Welcome good. back to my old friend. Yes. It's the fine actor from Foil's War, Michael Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we, yes, we often, we often socialise together at family celebrations. You'll always find me with the kitchen at parties. Yeah, yeah. Did you do that last year, that one? <laughs> uh, I think I've done that about five times, that one. Oh, okay. Recycling. <laughs> He does hate one particular oh. showbiz gossip magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah. He can't stand the heat. Oh, wow. Is that a heat magazine? Oh. He can't stand the heat magazine. Oh. Get out of the kitchen. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah. For God's sake. What handy you're doing in, the ki- in Michael Kitchen in the first place, I've no idea. Yeah, let's carry on. We'll with, move on. With the birthday spread. Happy <laughs> birthday to Michael. Uh, Happy birthday, Michael. Happy birthday, Michael. 66. Clickety-click. Mm, yeah, I think you're up there about right there. 68. 74. Wow, really? It's wearing well, isn't it? There we are, two back. Yeah, he closed the gap. It's now Paul 32, Charlie 40. Eight in it, four to go. Yeah, two back to Shakur. 40 versus 32. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, good. Okay, it's it's the pianist, arranger and composer from the Cello Quartet albums. We've all heard of those. Roger Kellaway. Oh, yeah. Roger Kellaway. He used to be an MP, actually, but he had to give it up after the government uh, were forced to order him to vote three times. They had to whip Kellaway, whip Kellaway, whip (laughs) Kellaway. (laughs) Alan Brazil. Bill's favourite. Oh, is he? Kellaway. 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 Oh, Kellaway. He uses it as an exclamation point, doesn't he? A memo. Do you like using Kellaway clubs? Oh, I do. Oh, 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 yes. Kellaway. He's building building his part, isn't he? Very much so. Building his part. Memo. Memo. He's trying to. (laughs) Kellaway. What's his name? What's his name? First name? Roger Kellaway. Roger Kellaway. Roger. It's Roger. Roger Kellaway. And I think he is 70. Happy birthday, Rog. Happy birthday, Roger. 75. 83. Oh, that's a killer. What's that done? That's a killer. That's a killer. What's it done to the, <laughs> to, done to the scores, Jeff? Yeah, eight out, Paul, on to 40. 13 out, oh, Charlie, and that gosh. one on to 53. No, so no, 13 good. the gap, three to go. Oh, okay. Still, to still go. in there, still in yeah, there. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Okay, it's the violinist Shlomo Mintz. <laughs> <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen Shlomo Mintz? <laughs> 
I've never seen it. Maybe it is 1973. <laughs> That's... Hang on a minute. <laughs> I've, done, I've gone to the, I've gone to the effort. Let me get me out. <laughs> Well, we were here now. <laughs> we, we, exactly. We were at a paintballing event, oh, actually, yeah. when I accidentally shot him clean through the foot. Yes, he was shlomo, the mince with a hole. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Can you replay that joke? Uh, uh, shlomo. Oh, can you? Jeff's, Jeff's oh, adding oh, to it. I know, He's I know. adding it's, a little bit of texture. Going. He wants a shlomo replay. Jeff is very much, the, very much the VAR of the birthday spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sucking, <laughs> sucking the fun out of the jokes. Stockley Peters. Uh, okay, Shlomo Mints. Shlomo Mints. Shlomo Mints. They're my favourite. Um, 68. Mm. I'm thinking of the, the hip-hop artist Shlomo. It's not him. No, it's not him. No. Oh. Well, it could be him. I don't Might know. Him. Maybe it is him. No, I have to hang. I have to hang in, though. Is the Go thing. On. Okay. I think it should be bold. Sixty-five. He is, in fact, sixty-five. Wow! Ooh. You get back Good. to not zero, isn't it? If if you get it spot on. No, no, oh. not in this game. <laughs> What's the scores, Jeff? Forty-three, fifty-three, ten in it, two oh, to go. Yes, please. Yes, Good please. game. It's all to play for. Yes, please. Okay, next one. Uh, Herman Van Rompuy. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a carry-on film you're putting together? <laughs> they played by <laughs> Kenneth Connor, wasn't he? <laughs> President of the European Council. Actually, I had to call on his services recently when our basement flooded. I needed a bit of rumpy bumping. Oh. Herman Van Rompuy. You're making these people up now. <laughs> President of the what? Uh, European Council. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you didn't do the play-up joke this time. Play up Rompy. Um, Rompy could have done, could have done the song, the <laughs> Rompy yeah, Sailor. Yeah. yeah. President. If you're president, you're probably quite old, I would have thought. Yeah. European case. 80. I might go a bit younger. Oh. I'm going to go, no, not much. 76. 75. Ooh. Well done, Paul. Well done. But it's still pretty tight, Charlie. Yeah, I know. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving Into up. going into the last birthday, up. Jeff. What, what are we looking at? It's close. It's tight. Uh, 14 in it. So it's Paul 44, Charlie 58. Okay. Okay. So you want to be at 15 either way, Charlie? Yeah, don't you? but you'll right. say something like 72 and then it'll be impossible. Well, it depends who it is, Charlie. Not if it's, I don't know, Doogie <laughs> yeah. Hauser or something. I'm not going to say <laughs> <you're> <laughs> Then you'll know who it is, won't you? Okay. Uh, Doogie Hauser isn't a real person. You'll never. You haven't been. 15 out Don't once. tell me that. He's he operated on... My, no, he didn't. In, so, okay. in nine guesses, you haven't been 15 out once, so it's utterly pointless. Oh, Charlie, stop it. Anyway, next one. Last, last one. It's the final birthday, unless it's a tie-break, is the Right Reverend Cherry Van. Oh, Cherry Van. The Right Reverend Bishop Cherry. Of, Bishop, Bishop of Monmouth. She's got an amazing widescreen home cinema. There's nothing better than watching a film in Vanarama. Oh, nice. <laughs> All joining. Very nice. That's difficult, because yeah. you could be... She's, she's the well, the right reverend of where, Andy? Monmouth. Bishop of Monmouth. Bishop of Monmouth. You mean that's not, not the job you get when you're 26, is Cherry it? Bishop Van. of Monmouth. Cherry Van. Mm. Um, okay. Mm. Seven. Mm. I'm going to go 76. I'm going okay. 76, Charlie. So. so what do I want? 61. 61. Or the other way. Or 91, is that right? 61, I win it, do I? I don't draw it. 61, I win it. Yeah, yeah is that yeah. right, maths-wise? That's right, Jeff, I'm yeah. not going maths. Yeah, it's yeah, 14. yeah, that's right. Yeah, 15 yeah. either way. 61. I'm terribly sorry, oh. she's 64. 64. Oh, very close. I think you I could argue the way I set 
the parameters was was yeah. pretty good. Everyone's disappointed though. Look, 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 <laughs> look the air's gone out. I've of look, it. Look. I'm looking next door. They are. It's they very like that Spurs game the other day it's when, boring, they, disa- when they disallowed it's that boring. goal. It's boring. It's like watching Man City like unless no you're a Man City look. fan. No one's interested. <laughs> I mean, I know there's a select few there's a select few people no out there that bothered. like me winning. No one's bothered. But uh, it's boring, isn't Everyone's it? Everyone's disappointed. The same bloke wins all the time. So, but just Pele stopped. He's gone home, packed up, gone off. Give us, give us the scores then. Give us the scores then. Final well, scores. it finished with Paul 12 out on that final guess, so yeah. finished on 56. Charlie yeah. was three out, so he finishes on 61. So Paul wins by five yeah. and now leads Charlie 35 to 15. And that concludes the 50th birthday oh. spread between Paul and Charlie. A very tight tactical game, I thought. Yeah, Charlie. I got a bit one put for the purists. I got a bit put off sledging Jeff. <laughs> How did your system work, Charlie? How did your system that you were planning on work? Oh, yeah, what about the system? I was put off. The system put me off the fact I didn't know who any of the people were. Oh, Bob and I broke. I'm disappointed that it wasn't. <laughs> I'm disappointed it wasn't a tiebreak because I was looking forward to Rory Godson. Oh, oh really? do the gag! Yeah. Come on, want to do the gag while you're here? Why don't you, you do put it, the work in? He seems to know. His dad made me an made me an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. Okay, yeah, 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 got an impression as well. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Myself and Andy back tomorrow from one o'clock. Um, Charlie, you'll be back on Saturday with Max. Saturday morning, nine till eleven. All the usual stuff. Autobiography. Is he wars, back in the UK? Yet, Max, when's he uh, back? He's on his way back. I think. I think so it takes that next long. Week I don't think he's doing it from the sky. He'll be live in the studio. I think so. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. To talk to you. Small talk. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't. Just, I know. In the breaks. I know you two don't get mute. on. So it's great, isn't it? In the bright, I know you hate each other. Exactly. People don't realise that. Behind the curtain. Behind the curtain, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, they're back on Saturday. I'm back with Andy tomorrow, Clips of the Week and all that. So do hope you can join us. If not, podcast available around four o'clock. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 